when the cameras aren't rolling and the spotlight is off, what are your favorite celebs really like? This is Buck the System, the podcast that peeks behind the curtain, under the covers, and brings you along as host Buck Gritano exposes real reality. We started with the captains of the smash hit TV show Wicked Tuna. How cool is that? And every time we buck the system, we have an awesome time doing it. So now, let's have some fun. You ready? Buckle up and let's go. Hey, what's going on? Bucking around with Buck Gortano. He has special guest, a friend, Facebook friend, um, a big, a Bigfoot researcher. I know everybody out there that get a little bit wild when they hear Bigfoot, especially from Queens, New York. Uh, my buddy, Carl Sup. What's going on, man? You know, when I look at when I look at Bigfoot investigators and I see it on TV, the Travel Channel and all that other stuff, it, that garbage, that it it it's not even like uh, how do you say it? Any any true research to it? Um, first of all, how how are you doing, man? Let's get back to you. How are you doing, man? I I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's been a while since we talked to you, but uh, I'm looking. You know, I uh, truly enjoy your company, <laughs> and uh, we'll catch up here. Uh, it's awesome, man. Awesome. Because I know before this, before you do a podcast, is usually the best time that everybody gets to know each other. The best stories come out. Uh, Carl, you're from Arizona. And when I think of Bigfoot, I, I, I think of uh, Washington State. I think of Bob Gimlin, the video. I think of uh, what's the other one? What's the other place that's a big sighting and spot? Um, I wrote it down. Uh, Bluffs Creek. Yeah. Bluffs Creek. Uh, oh, yeah, Bluff Creek, but the Blue Mountains of Washington. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's numerous sightings up there, but it's also extremely wild in those areas um, and and rough. So it's not like, you know, there probably could be more sightings if there was more human trafficking, you know, traffic through there. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it's uh, Arizona is... Uh, you wouldn't think about that, but half the state is all mountains and, and pine forests, and in fact, the world's largest uh, stand of uh, ponderosa pines in the in the world. So, and I know everybody has like that that gets involved in researching Bigfoot has that first story of theirs. Uh, you're in Arizona, and I I interviewed you many many years ago. Uh, the the subject of Bigfoot UFOs. Um, anything anything like ancient civilizations uh, uh tribes and, uh, and north american native tribes uh every one of them i love this kind of stuff but every one of them speak about a bigfoot somewhere yep, some absolutely kind of, going back to stories called like uh if you believe in Gil- gilgamesh uh he had a uh, a friend that came from the wild if you're not familiar with the legend the legend of gilgamesh you definitely should check it out um there was a wild man enkidu and uh, he was from the gods the gods were sent there and a woman went into the forest and tamed him with sex which makes totally sense uh, he becomes uh on a mission to be human and bumps into this evil gilgamesh who has to sleep with his wives and stuff like that he was a hairy man he roamed with the animals or the forest or woods whatever so this this hit this i can't say tail um this species or so that we believe that's out there that a lot of people believe is out there and some good research into it has gone back to you're talking about ancient times the first civilizations. Oh, they were there i mean absolutely in fact um you know even if, if you go into the bible uh there's multiple references of giants of uh you know like uh 
I can't remember the uh, who it was, but it wasn't too far from like Abel's son or, or I don't know what it was somewhere in there. But uh, early on, they you know it was uh, he was born with red hair, you know, covering his entire body, and he was an outcast, and you know basically stayed outside the village. You know, um, uh, it's it's really interesting to know that about uh, gosh now it's been about eight years ago there was a, a DNA t- uh, study done. And I know there's been a lot of people that have been trying to discredit it, although it was it was done properly to scientific <laughs> standards and whether or not, you know, when it got to peer reviews, once the peers de- determined that it was, you know, what, what are you guys talking about? Oh, it's Bigfoot? Oh, forget it. You know, this, this you know, this whole, you know, thing is, you know, they, they they didn't uh they didn't approve it they didn't peer approve it because you know they didn't want their name attached to anything bigfoot because you know for you know just to be ostracized in the scientific community so um it was uh it was very interesting because that dna sequencing that was done on the full genome of the of the samples that they did have um actually showed that somewhere about 15,000 years ago there was a middle eastern female human that mated with an unknown primate so so if you want to roll back to gilgamesh um you know i i think that's what we're talking about the same time frame you know that uh, when that was to, you know so it's really interesting that there's actually dna evidence of that and, and the other thing too was that they are they were uh, 99.3 percent the same dna you know sequencing as us wow. so there was only a point point seven percent difference so you know there's other been other researchers i know that have sent in blood samples and uh to other labs and then those labs come back and and they say it, it's human because there's a one percent variance of you know uh you know, one percent margin of error in their testing. So, and then if you say no, 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 go back and test it and whatever, and they're like, no, well, that's going to cost you a whole lot more money. That's you know, and we already got rid of the sample because it was human, you know, or, or human contaminated. So, I totally, uh, it's it's a mystery to me where you talk about how it goes back to the Bible, and even the discovery of um, uh, giant bones in North America in the New York Times this there are because I had a friend that would come on a show Jimmy Vera he does um, yeah you know he has the the, the newspaper clippings of the New York Times and dismiss uh, it's it's a, it's a hitting thing that I guess once history is set in stone historians set history in stone it's set that's it man and people get really upset that, that you have to change it and fill in the blanks uh I, I look at people like that who should be more professional to keep everything open-minded they're the people you think would be more open-minded but they're the ones who are made it till you know you bring up bigfoot and they laugh or they bring up there was giants and it's in the bible but they don't but if i told you that jesus did not exist you would fight me to the death do you know what i mean right I, which, which <laughs> I, I and it's kind it's of true. like ways in hand in hand uh, I get interested in that stuff because the, the UFO angle of Bigfoot, I think maybe is a little bit. I, I, I you have to really sell me on that one. Uh, the, the the portals coming in and out of a different dimension. 
I guess could be positive. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I think it's a, a creature that is I, just elusive enough to stay away from us because humans ruin everything. And if they're out there, uh, let them be. Let them be. Yep. I, I, I watch Travel Channel, uh, uh, call right, and um, yeah, and they have some guys with. I can't even watch it. They're out there with like guns and stuff. We're gonna lay one oh. on a slab. We're gonna. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, if you're saying that if the DNA is 90 something percent towards a human being, then that is could be would be considered murder. I assume at some point, right? 90 something. In my opinion, absolutely. Yep. I I, I mean, if you have a, a humanoid. You know, uh, you know, ape family. If you consider that we're in the ape family, right? Um, and they have a language. They have their own culture. They have their own communication. Um, it's, you know, yeah, it's murder. You know, and I know there's. Uh, I can't remember what state it was. Oklahoma, I think, actually uh, put forth a, a, you know, a, a ruling out of their legislature that it was. That it was okay to kill a Sasquatch, and um, I, I think it was—I think they put it through more as a joke. <laughs> but um, it, nevertheless, you know, it's—it's uh, still. But there's other states you know, up in Washington. And I know there's uh, some counties that have actually said that it's not only illegal to kill them, but also uh, harass them. So, um, what that definition of a harassment is 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 up to you know. Especially out Not there sure. in, in Washington, man. I seen um, they had uh, something on Hulu, a thing called Sasquatch. I, I tuned in. I'm like, ah, it's going to be a Sasquatch show. No, it's like a murder mystery, man. You got to check. If you didn't yeah. see it on Hulu, I was, oh, like, I... I was like, what the hell is this? They, uh, they, they were in a camp. This guy was in a camp one day. And uh, a marijuana camp back, illegal marijuana, because, you know, they're growing perfect climate there to grow marijuana. And um, they're out there hustling, whatever. Bill, and one guy comes in saying that uh, at another place or a camp, they tore, they blamed Sasquatch. Believe that? On a, on murders. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just oh, funny. Oh, the, oh, they've been known if, they've been, if they're threatened or their family's threatened. I mean, the same thing with right i mean if if your family was threatened and somebody came in and was trying to you know uh hurt your family wouldn't you do anything in your power in order to i mean including and if and if they're smaller weaklings with little fire sticks you know um you know, sure, you're going to jump right in there and rip their arms off. <laughs> no, so. but the, the thing I'm saying about Hulu is that don't watch it if you think it's about Sasquatch. It's oh, not. Right. It's not a. It's not a Sasquatch. Uh, they just no, play, they, they blamed not. it on that situation. I totally believe you. Trust me. Anybody who comes in your house or any of your property, you have all the right to do what you do. Uh, what? 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 See, the thing that I, that has to be brought up about Bigfoot is that it's so elusive. How does it say you're so elusive? Um, how is uh the evidence how come we can't find one why pitches can't be taken clear of this i mean or why can't we even trust that the pitches are real out there uh what well the, the 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 so the pictures i can actually i can vouch for because number one they're they're typically in wooded areas and there's a lot of canopy uh they're not out they're, they they try to there's always a sentinel or some you know member of the family that watches over the family while they're sleeping but for the most part they're not out during the day because uh, for obvious reasons they're smart they know that you know they can be seen during the day um, uh, so the sentinel gets in a position where they can watch over the family and then if some danger is coming they'll clack rocks or break a stick 
or something that seems natural, like, oh, it, that could have been a deer stepping on a stick or something like that. And then the family will wake up and take off, you know, um, the, uh, um, and I'm, I'm saying this actually from <laughs> personal experience. It's <laughs> funny. It's um, funny. Cause I'm looking at, um, pictures you sent me on, on Facebook. You have a yeah. hand, you have a handprint on a car. Can you explain that? What yep. like a giant hand? Explain where you get oh. these pictures from, because these are amazing. I'm gonna post it on definitely when I post so, um, the podcast guy. Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say so. So the the handprint was from May of uh, twenty or early May of 2020, um, just before they closed the forest for COVID. Believe it or not, um, not sure <laughs> why that would be an issue, <laughs> but. Um, uh, I, I went up there and uh, the, the very first night I was up there, we went out for like a night hike, went, hiked about six miles on some of the roads. There was very, very few people up there. And we, um, my friend and I walked, you know, we're walking along the trail and then I, I could, you know, when we stopped a couple times to rest, um, you know, I heard several footfalls nearby, which I, you know, so someone was actually paralleling us to keep an eye on us walking along the edge well i knew the canyon kind of dropped off so i where it had to be was kind of on a on a very steep slope that it was navigating along in order to parallel the road well we walked maybe another half mile and uh same thing we stopped you know about two more footfalls that we heard and then it stopped you know and we did this several times and then pretty soon we stopped and i heard two more footfalls and then all of a sudden I heard this rock kind of give away and I and I heard something a huge thud and a and something went oof <laughs> so it actually slipped and fell you know just just like we would you know and uh it uh it was kind of but then after that it didn't follow us anymore but uh I I knew that then it knew where we were camping and uh so um the, the one night we actually heard some rock clacks around the campsite and then the very last, but really nothing happened. That was of, you know, of, um, uh, uh, you know, of note. And, uh, the very last night I was, it was the first time I was camping inside my Yukon XL and, uh, I'm sleeping in the back. I was just getting about to go into bed about 11 PM. And, uh, and I just turned to the, where the woods where I assumed they were watching us from based on their uh, characteristics. And uh, I said in English, you know, if you'd like, if you, if you could come down and leave a handprint on the, on my car <laughs> in English. Okay. Um, so they, uh, I go to sleep and about 3am I woke up and not sure why I woke up, but woke up, stirred, woke up at 3am and the, uh, I was wearing a Fitbit and the Fitbit had a little gap in between the, uh, um, you know, the wristwatch and the, and the wrist. And it has like a green laser that, you know, reads your biometrics. Um, anyways, so there was, but there was enough of a gap that when I stirred, as I woke up, you know, the Fitbit turned on. So it cast a green light in otherwise pitch black darkness. Right. And right at the window, actually where the handprint later was, there was a face in the window and as I kind of, as I kind of, and it took up the entire window and I'll t explain exactly how big that handprint is too. 
but the uh, uh, the face as I looked as I focused on it, it 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 withdrew backwards and kind of almost faded out because it went back into the darkness. And uh, you know, it was clear enough that I actually propped up on one elbow and kind of looked out the window to see if I could see movement or whatever. And it was so dark out that outside, but I, from the starlight, you could still see you know the differences in between the you know the the trees. You know, you could see the light and shit. So I st- sat there focused on those. I couldn't see anything uh, moving out there. So then I thought, God, mate, did I invent that? I mean, you know, I, honestly, I'm I am a skeptic at heart, which makes it even better <laughs> because um, you know I'm not the kind that you know if everything snaps in the wood, even if I see a face that's only a foot and a half away from me, did I dream that? You know, or well, I wasn't sure. So I actually just went back to sleep. Um, and you, then, hold, 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 hold. Stop right there. You went back to sleep. I, I would yeah. got in the car and drove the <laughs> hell out of there. Quick as packed up. Because oh. I know well, you're, I, you. Paul, know. I know you. You're a credible guy. You're not a guy that's a uh, no need to make anything up. It's not you. Man, you don't make no money off this. It's something you do as a passion. None. You have your career-minded yep. guy, kids, family. You know everything. Why would so that for me it's like you you I I kind of believe I definitely believe you, you know it's hard sitting in Queens New York to believe that <laughs> there's uh, wild things out there, but the people here would fight me think I'm crazy they're like oh you have a podcast about me you're crazy you're crazy but they're the reason why it's on TV and it's doing the great ratings because they're watching it at home but afraid to admit to public that there could possibly be something out there. But this is called. Right. This is this is amazing. Every time you come on the stories, and I see the pictures, the handprint, and you got to be really talented of an artist to make that handprint from outside. What was the temperature outside oh. that that night? So yeah, so that's what. So what happened? So at 5:15, I woke up, and when I opened up my eyes, and and it was by that time I was pro- where I had you know I had propped up on my elbow looking out the window. I just kind of laid back down right there. So I was only, my head was only maybe a foot and a half from the window. I opened my eyes, I'm still laying down, and I opened my eyes and there's this big handprint on the window, right? And the thing was, is that uh, it had gotten so cold outside by that point that that the, um, inside I inside the uh, uh, glass, uh, condensation had formed from just me breathing on the inside of the car. But it had been just that much warmer on the inside, so that, you know when it hit the cold air on the outside, it was about 25 degrees, I think, that night. Oh, I can explain um, to people out there. I'm going to step on you again. I'm sorry, but you, you're, no, in no, the, no, you're, right. you're in the car dating a young lady, and you go and you drive off to a Point Lookout or whatever it is. How the car steams up, so it's like that. So <laughs> I wish I could show. I'm going to exactly. post these. I'm definitely going to post these on um, uh, the, when I post the, the podcast because you get you get you get the, you can see the story with the pictures. Get it. Last time yeah, I cut yep. you off. So about five o'clock. No, 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 it's okay. Five o'clock a.m. I'm listening. I'm listening. Five o'clock a.m. I'm definitely. I read So down. five o'clock a.m. I open. I open my eyes and there's this handprint on the window, right? You know, really close to me. So, and it wasn't there before because you know I had just been looking out that window at 3 a.m. Right. So I get up, I go outside, and I look, and I really don't see. You know, it's not like a handprint on the outside. So it actually had. Um, and I don't know if it was grease or something on their hands that, you know, when it laid that hand on the uh, on the window that it, it insulated the glass a little bit in that area. So it so on the inside, it was the condensation didn't occur where the handprint was. 
so um you know i i tried to get a picture of it because as best i could and that's probably that's probably the best picture i have but you can actually see some details of the palm in there and, and even if you know when you look at somebody's palm you know there's a you have a cup in the middle right and um what was remarkable was the size on it because from the tip of the pinky which is in that upper corner there's a little dash there because that was where i had tried to use a measuring tape on the inside and i didn't want to ruin the handprint because it cut through the condensation how big is that um, window how big is that window say across so i'm getting an idea how oh big is God. that window is it two uh, two foot window i don't know nah. how big 18 oh, it's inches. a big window it's a it's a yukon xl and, know, this, this the, and, and this is the front passenger side right no How, it's the the, the back rear, the rear side window the okay. rear side window okay so it's okay so i got a better idea exactly how it's, big a, it it's is. a pretty big so so from the tip of that pinky from the tip of the pinky all the way to the heel of the thumb okay so if i'm measuring across there it was 14 inches Okay. How, how big is a human hand the size of your hand say so, and so if you look at one of the other yeah i was gonna say if you look at one of the other pictures now i'm six five right i have a pretty big hand um you know i can palm a basketball right and and I, on one of the other pictures i actually put my handprint on the on that and so that's my hand on top of it um and so that that gives you a really good size reference on that. Okay. <laughs> but yes, I yeah. see. Okay. Wow. Now, so, it, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be suspect here now. I'm going to be the guy okay. on the other side of the fence. Uh, sure. Who, who was with you camping? Um, my, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Rafo. Could yeah. Rafo ever make a print and then go back to his thing or to scare you or to play a, a joke? Oh, on no. You? No, he was sleeping in there with his wife in, in, in their Suburban. And actually, on his Suburban, uh, there was a handprint left on his hood. <laughs> now, and, now, you guys are the only guys camping in that one location? Anybody near? Correct. Anybody live? What no. was the furthest home, you say, from where you were camping? Or people would be, you know, normal Probably track? Probably 10 miles, 10 miles away. You don't understand why I'm doing this, right? Because oh, I, I, oh, I, have, I, oh I, I do the same thing. When I go camping to those areas, I, you know, I take a big circuit around to all the different campsites and everything. And I take, and I, I take a census of who's nearby, how many people, you know, call, what are they call. doing? Let's go, let's go yeah. back to 19. I don't know when you grew up. Let's, let's say we grew up in the 80s. Well, we, grew up, <laughs> we both grew up in the 80s, right? We're 14, 15 yep. years old, and we live off of um, uh, a, a, a national park, and a lot of people. We see people going there investigating. Uh, it'd be a lot of fun to play games on them, right? Throw rocks at them. It would be, oh, sure. You know, so how how would you how are you sure in your investigation that it it is a bipedal it, whatever or not human beings doing this uh, to play games? Well, other than actually seeing the face at the window, <laughs> um, which was not human. Um, I'll send you another photo with uh, just a rendering of what kind of what I saw. But uh, um, the uh, no, I mean it, it would it would be very difficult to fake a large handprint like that with with uh, dermal ridge detail in in some of the areas where um, I mean. You saw like yeah, like, no, a, like, a, like prints like it, you would see like a print in 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 this screen because like cl close 
You can see the yes. crease. Yep. And yeah, if you look and, up close, you'll see you'll see some of the hand line, the lines like a uh, almost like a heart line in the in the palm uh, coming down. So it's uh, yeah, it, it uh, I got it. It that. wasn't it I wasn't super that. detailed, but yeah. And then uh, and then the, that print that was left actually on my friend's car was um, was actually um, it was it was a different individual. It was eleven inches. It was 11 inches from the tip of the pinky down to the heel of the palm. So, uh, and not only that, but, you know, the same thing, perfect. And that one, because it was on the hood of his car with, with fine dust in there, I mean, that would have to be a real a real thing. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you, couldn't, you couldn't draw it. You couldn't, you know, there's, you can see some of the dermal ridges. And then also at the edge of the palm, you can see light hairs have actually touched the the dust along that and where the wrist was right near the surface of his hood. So, and I sent you that picture too. No, I'm looking right at so. it. I'm looking, I'm definitely looking right at it. I'm just thinking to myself, man, this is a long way from that um, beef jerky commercial that you and, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I've, yeah, it's, I've come a long way. Now this thing is, but, uh, I, I gotta get in, in one I, I, somehow. If you're ever like anywhere near me, I, I gotta go out and investigate with you. I would love to, uh, just because you seem to be lucky for some reason. They may like, they may think you're a bigfoot. <laughs> females walking through the woods at six foot. They, 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 they could, you know, you know? <laughs> not the yeah, six foot five. Be, and, that's yeah. why I'm doing a podcast. So I, got, I did. Shave I could. I could. Shave. Yeah, I was gonna say I had. My, my my COVID beard was a lot bigger, you know. <laughs> I've so, how, so how did you make through COVID now on on real life? Uh, how how did your family and everybody make it through? Everybody was... everybody made it through fine, uh, no issues. Um, I went out and got vaccinated, but uh, you know I did that's, that. That's because, for another show. You know, that's for another show, man. That's that, for another show. That's I know. definitely yeah. for another show. I got up here in Ground Central, Ground Zero, New York City, Queens, one one six nine four where it seemed like it stopped here <laughs> like a tornado. Uh, thank God it seems like, you know, you're getting more comfortable now. People are not wearing the mat, you know, vaccines, people, whatever. Good. I Good. just want to get back to some sort of regularcy to life. Uh, uh, I did have an interruption with my 9 to 5 that I had a whatever. But, that's, but I'll get back on yep. my feet again. Same same here, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Um, but but I, as you, I think as you remember the last time, though, I mean, I spent... Uh, Two and a half years in New York. Uh, Let me guess. Do, and near Medford, I think it was Medford, maybe Medford, or where was it? Medford that you were close to? Uh, no, M- M- Melville. Mineola, Melville, Melville. I got the yep. M right. Melville. See, see my yep. memory is pretty good. My memory is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you got to do first. It's all right. It's all right. It's no big deal. This is only bucking around. If you got something over there, yeah. this, this, <laughs> like, listen. Okay, I'll press pause for a second. You got something? Huh? No, no. Are you all right? right? Oh no! If it's an emergency, yeah, I good. press pause, and then I, I'm gonna cut this up anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's not gonna be okay. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Pause it for a second. Okay. Here. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. Or, I'm gonna pause it. Don't pause. Okay. I know how it is, man. I'm, I have family, kids, and stuff like that. And if they want me, I gotta, I gotta go, man. See you later. Um, let's get back. It was I got the M right. I have a good memory, man. For some reason, yeah. I only remember the things that. And I didn't go back and look at these tapes or watch the podcast when you came on. I just remember you talk, tell me about that. Um, you're definitely a volleyball player because I've seen that on Facebook, right? Oh, yeah. You're yep. still playing? You're still playing volleyball? I know you had the knee problems, you right? Know, 
the knee, yeah, the knees are the knees are causing me grief. But uh, so this last time it was really tough. I actually went down to, uh, uh, you know, I went down to Rocky Point, Mexico, just uh, early May this year, and uh, I went down and just ended up watching volleyball, which wasn't too bad because there was like you know, margaritas and you know. Yeah, the good stuff. The and good volleyball, stuff. and I actually could just sit in a chair and watch it. So <laughs> yeah, you could have been, you could have been one of them. Uh, what do they call them? The the net judge or something like that. Whatever it is. Well, yeah, drinking, yeah, yeah, uh, ref, do, yeah. Drinking the the frozen stuff like that. But um, <laughs> I know, I know. Before the before the madness happened, we talked way just a couple of years ago. Um, you you travel for a living for your job and stuff like that. So yep. I live in New York, and you're like, yo, Buck, there's like action and 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 stuff out here in New York that I've investigated i left apples at you know lunch went back checked it's gone with a rock there that's the thing that i kind of i kind of understand wait how you investigate you investigate the smart way it's not like you left an apple because anybody could take an apple right i mean any kind of animal but to leave in that spot a rock or something to leave for you for a thank you how is it possible that they can survive in, in in long island in small patches like that and survive and not be seen so it, there's well, it's really interesting. Um, though, in my research, it looked like that they were using um, uh, drain tunnels that were actually under that are under uh, 25, on the, under the north the um, what's the name of that northern uh, the northern the northern state yeah the northern state yeah the northern have, state uh, or yeah. the LIE or whatever it is whatever yeah it is, right whatever, yeah I, can't, I couldn't think yeah. Whatever. But basically, they were they were using the the drainage tunnels that were underneath that in order to transit from one forested area to another, um, and and then in in the in the one park and it's a large park. It's like you know twelve hundred acres, okay, and uh, and it's all wooded. So, um, but it, there are certain areas and there's trails going through there that hikers and bikers and everybody else goes through there, walking their dogs, um, but there's the majority of that area really is not really accessible because it's just really overgrown, especially during the, the summertime. Um, but if you bushwhack into those back areas, you know, I found area bedding areas where nesting had occurred, you know, where they were nesting or, you know, you know it had laid down, uh, you know, greenery in order to sleep on it. And um, it was, uh, it was very, uh, you know, it, 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 and then, and then on top of that, you know, I'm gifting apples, and they're being taken, and gifts being left, and you know, and you know, the most unusual one was when I actually, uh, because the, the woods actually started right at the back of a corporate center, and based on a uh, on a, uh, uh, I want to say a uh, forage pile or I don't know, you know, basically garbage pile, right? You would expect to see like wrappers and other food items that have been taken but for the most part i found um old uh like gatorade bottles and um you know and that it just containers uh slurpee cups and whatever you know just you name it um that they had scavenged from the dumpster that was at the corporate center uh, but it was containers, you know, and I couldn't figure out what they were doing. But then sometimes I'd go back and some of the containers would actually have a little bit of water in them, even though the lid was on them. And it was just it wasn't and it wasn't like a hope, you know, it wasn't like a vagrant living in that area because, you know, they would have wrappers and, you know, uh, you know, food wrappers and stuff. But 
what what it looked like they were doing was right at the edge of that corporate center they were using these containers to once the sprinklers turned on in the middle of the night to water the grass they were filling up those containers with with water there as kind of like a reserve you know a little reservoir portable reservoir um and then uh, they uh yeah it was the the one the one night though i i went back because i had worked late that night and it was almost 10 p.m and it was really cold that winter it was like 10 degrees maybe the wind was whipping and uh and i thought damn it i you know i, I didn't get an apple out for them so and i had two in the car that i was going to just stop by on my way back to the hotel and and uh drop them off and uh but now it was 10 p.m so it's dark right at the edge of the you know this tr- little trail that went into the woods and i walked up to the edge of that edge of the woods and as i started walking towards it you know and i had parked right there so you know they could probably see my car if they were nearby um i wasn't even thinking that i was just going to walk in put the apples in the gifting area and walk back out again um and uh uh as i was approaching the woods i i felt a very kind of ominous like I don't know what you want to say. It, and it wasn't even it was like scared, you know, like almost triggering like a fight or flight aspect of me. And I, and I thought, oh, it's just, it's just my imagination, just my imagination. So I took one more step <laughs> to enter into the woods and this big branch was broken and it was maybe only, I want to say less than 50 feet away from me. <laughs> just crack this. And, and I stopped dead and i stepped and i pretty much don't take another step right there you right there you're good call right oh that was that was the mess that was absolutely the message so i actually so i uh um i looked at i just i was gonna i was almost gonna run because it startled me so and then i stopped and i uh i held up the apples and i just said hey these are for you you know and uh the uh and i set them down right at the entrance to the woods there and then I went back in the car and I drove over to the hotel. So I, I wake up in the early morning. Hold on, hold on. Let me like, stop you right you know, there. Got... You get back to the hotel. Okay. You get back to the hotel. What yep. are you thinking to yourself? You can't get this thing out of your head, right? Well, I, I'm just, I'm thinking that, you know, well, I just, you know, that was really close. And, uh, you know, I know that they're there, you know, that, that they were there. So hopefully they got the apples. That's what I'm thinking, actually. Okay, okay. I'm okay. not scared. Okay, okay. you know, so... So I come at now from the where that corporate center thing was. There was a little wooded div- divider in between the two corporate centers that went all the way up to the road near the hotel, and then you know then there was a road, just you know it was a side road, wasn't that busy, and then more woods on the back side of the hotel parking lot. Well, <laughs> I wake up in the morning. I, I meet my uh, coworkers, you know, for breakfast, and then we go to get out in the car. And I come out into the parking lot and sitting on, on the driver's side of, of my car, a rock about maybe about an inch and a half diameter, nice polished, pretty rock, sitting on top of the roof of the, my car right on the driver's side, yeah. which was like the little gift for it, you know, which I know the rock wasn't there when I drove over there the night, you know, at, at about, whatever, 1030 the night before. So it's amazing. Um, so somewhere in the middle of the night, they actually came across the road, <laughs> came over, dropped the rock off on the on the car. See, so the, it was. Uh, 
the, the thing I get out about it, like on Long Island, you say this is Suffolk County, right? Like it's more Suffolk County you were in or yeah. you were in Nassau. Because so, so Suffolk County, people ain't out there. They're not looking for these things, right? I oh, mean, no. No, not at all. They wouldn't even believe something would be there. So that's they got that, they got that on their side. Um, how do you think they got stuck in that one, like, wooded forest? You know what I mean? They've been there well, so it, long, I, you think? They've that... been there they've been there forever so so it's really funny because i actually uh i actually found that uh uh this the history went all the way back to the 1600s that i found from that area where there was uh they you know there was almost paranormal stories that were actually uh written talking about like the you know some mother had lost her daughter and she was in the woods crying for them at night or you know sobbing for that you know and and or screaming in the woods you know over the you know um you know and and there was all these myths although none of them were really founded you know there was no there's no records of you know of an insane asylum that had ever been in that area with whatever you know all these and uh and that's how i ended up you know doing my research on long island was actually depending on stories or accounts from paranormal research groups that were out there ghost hunting in the woods <laughs> and they said oh in the middle of the night these rocks were thrown at us and you know from from the woods and or we saw these red eyes in the woods or you know <laughs> no because you could you could laugh it was a demon no you so could laugh forth, so people laugh about that but there's stories of even in rockaway beach queens of a wild yep. hairy man that ran on the beach and they think he swam like out in the ocean yeah. to get away uh so there was reports in queens my hometown rockway you could actually look it up wild man in rockway they didn't know if he was human or not he had long hair and then they just played it off as being a drunk uh that was just wrong rolling yeah. around that didn't i guess cut his hair i guess the hip well they stage. do that all the time too yeah yeah i mean and people yeah they write it off because they're uncomfortable with with the thought of what could actually what it could actually be and but but yeah i i, I have no doubt that they actually sw swim the sound in between uh, connecticut and long island you know and uh, if you want to read my research i have that all online i'll send you the links for that if oh, you want but uh, for long island i've got the whole uh, the whole series with photos trust me, and everything trust else. me i know you call when you send research you send a ton of research it's like yeah it's like, it's like but no but I, I respect that i do respect your research and i respect your cred credibility and i see who you are Wait, there's no need you don't make have you made a dollar off your research not a penny it's have you not cost me a lot but it, and i just say and honestly it's a personal and it's really funny i, I want to say even the last time i think i was on with you i was still trying to find proof you know proof in order to convince others of what i would you know of what i was experiencing so what's um, the what's the and, biggest proof that you have call what's to say what's the number one proof in all them years since we spoke that you could say that this is the proof i've got in my investigation so far i i mean i i i've found countless footprints of which really um in arizona a lot of them you know you really couldn't cast them i you know or even in other states where, where I've been, because I've been all over the country uh, doing this and finding them. Um, but, uh, hmm. I mean, the handprint's pretty good. Uh, of course, I can't, you know, I can't put that into your hand and let you touch it. I've caught, captured audio. I've helped, uh, uh, I've helped edit audio that was captured in the early 2000s. 
at a research site in North Texas, and you know it really captured them speaking. Now, if someone was tr- going to try to fake that, they would have been like right near the microphone, so you could be really close and you could hear. No, a lot of this stuff, literally, I had to amplify, and it was very distant and faint, you know, and and I could hear it, and it was actually off of, um, it was actually off of uh, VHS tapes, is what you know. So it wasn't like uh, it would be hard to fake the image with the um, um, with the image and the uh, you know along with the audio and put the audio that far away that that no one would actually find it for ten years, you know. <laughs> um, so it, it uh, that the audio I think is probably the uh, that's probably the number one. Uh, evidence that I have because uh, their vocal range is so dramatic it's not uh, it's really not in the human vocal cord range so when you compare the two side by side um, it's their 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 range the depth the uh, uh, the decibels <laughs> that are put out um, are um, are far exceed us um you know i've i've i spent enough time listening to those and then this last april uh actually hearing them talking in the woods at night which i've heard it before but it was very distant and faint and like the wind was blowing and you could hear a conversation going on but you really couldn't make it out whatever this was really close to the camp and you know i could hear it but unfortunately that night it got down to 17 degrees and uh the batteries in my uh recorder died about 1 a.m. from the cold so uh, even though I have it in a case with padding in it <laughs> you know I've I've tried to I've tried to bulletproof it but 17 was just too much for it so so how many years have you put into this uh, investigation from start so to let's right see now? so now it's been almost almost 13 years now 13 years man wow you gotta you gotta catch years. you gotta get you you're gonna be the guy to get I, it you got to get the picture I, I, or, the, or the handshake or something like that. Or Yeah. Oh, it, they are, um, for whatever reason, I, I know that they, they because my intent now really isn't to try to capture the, the evidence. I mean, the audio is very passive and they don't mind that at all. But like cameras and stuff, they're very adverse to camp cameras. So if you, if you want to keep Sasquatch out of your camp, put up 10 game cameras and they won't come into your camp. I think you know, smart but, enough uh, to realize to, to stay away from that oh, stuff, man. Absolutely. I think and and everybody says, oh, I, yeah, I mean, and even if you try to camouflage them, you know, they still have electronics. And I don't know if you walk into a, a room or if you're in the next room and you actually hear a, um, like a hum, like you a know, hum. It, or... Like the TV's on. Yeah, there's a yeah, high yeah, electronic yeah. hum and stuff, yeah, you know, and, and they, they're smart. They know, you know, they can hear that. And, and it's, uh, you know, they know exactly where they are. <laughs> I got to do this. So. Is what I'm going to do. We're going to do this call. We're going to come back and then, because I've I, 40 minutes of your time, I told you, I'll take up uh, your, but, but we're going to come back and do a video where I can get these pictures, upload them, do justice so that we can both see and you can point out everything to everybody out there because I don't think that the pod, I, I'm gonna, definitely going to post a podcast, but I don't think it gives justice enough where you got to see these pictures, the videos, we can play the sounds and stuff like that. Uh, because I do think you're credible 
as a witness. Uh, hopefully, one day you'll be the guy, the next Bob, I don't know, Gimblin, or I don't know. Just to some yeah, evidence. But... I just want to find evidence to shut people up. This is like, a, it's like. Right. Oh, I, I agree. You know, something. But the, the thing is, is that I, 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 um, I don't know. Maybe one of the one of these days they'll uh, they'll just come and gift me uh, their ancestor's skull, and then I can end it all. That's all this find. conjecture. A burial site so. or something. There has to be some kind of remains somewhere. But we'll get into that later when you come yep. back. We'll definitely do that again. Sure. But, uh, I appreciate it. I got uh, calls up, like like the old uh, Budweiser commercials. Remember them, man? They were good commercials, man. But uh, thank you What's so up? much, Carl. I was. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you so much.